Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to Hey, ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music.
Mm-hmm. Tommy Flanagan. Tommy Flanagan here on The Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. Do you remember how they used to tie roads back in the good old days? You remember seeing it. A truck would back up to a machine and dump the gravel or the tar into the machine, and the machine would press it into the road. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com, and you might tell us what you know about this. Perhaps you've done it. A friend of mine who drove one of those trucks was on his way to a Grange meeting one night when his wife said, Admit it, admit it, you're lost. I don't know how you can be lost. You drove every bit of this road when you helped tie it last summer. And he said, you know, yes, that's true, that's true. But you want to remember that I was always backing up.
Well, that must have been Ron Carter playing bass there. I was listening to the bass line. <laughs> what are we doing here? Crack, crack, crack. I was listening to the bass line on that. Impressive, impressive notes. A woman I met down in Portland Airport told me that her father traveled a lot. The night before he'd go anywhere, he'd put out a pile of the clothes he figured he'd need to take with him. In another pile, he'd put all the money he figured he'd need to take with him. The next morning, are you listening? The next morning, he'd take half of the clothes in the pile and twice the amount of money in the other pile, and it always came out exactly right.
whoever she may be, she's gonna be mine, I know. I walk right up beside her and she, I'll say that she took something from me. I'll have her pinched, have a policeman take her to jail. Then, then I'll come back and I'll go her bail. They'll wonder how I ever copped her teeth. I'd love to adopt her, say, who's that baby doll? Ukulele Ike here on The Humble Farmer, where, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time, right here on your favorite station. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com, because I'd love to hear from you. While I was in the Atlanta airport, I chanced to see on the front page of a New York Times that swabbing out someone's mouth to get a DNA sample has been ruled unusual search and seizure. Ordinarily, I'd say that they could swab out my mouth any time they want, because I don't mind, I don't mind if they poke around in my mouth. But I am going to oppose this mouth searching business, because if they find they can legally poke around in your mouth and they don't find anything, does it really take much imagination to figure out where they'll be looking next?
<laughs> Cannonball Adderley, eh? Who's that? Was that Nat Adderley playing trumpet there? I don't know. Well, I just want to play the first part of that again because I like the way that trumpet comes in on that. It's so so unique, so interesting. Let's listen to just the first part of that. Shows me a lot. <laughs> Have you ever noticed how ominous the call letters of some radio station sound? A knock on the door in the middle of the night. You open it a crack and see standing out there two VTPR men in shiny boots. Or even worse, think of this, even worse you might hear. We're from KUNV and... We'd like a few words with you.
Paul Desmond. And who knows who else was on there. Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer. With any luck at all, I'm here every week at this time right here on your favorite radio station playing old-fashioned music. Just for you, I am the humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. You are what you eat. You've heard people say that over and over. You are what you eat. Are you also what you read? Every morning I start off the day by opening the Psychology One textbook at random and just reading anywhere in that book as I meditate before my morning shower. So I start off my day by reading about an almost infinite number of shades of personality traits or mental disorders. But what, would, what do you suppose would happen if I were to start off the day by reading instead the, the Bible or the morning newspaper? Yeah, I think you're right. I probably wouldn't notice the difference. Oh, he won't do anything crazy. You better sit down and let me get you a drink.
If you learned that 70 years ago, you probably noticed that it's not the same version that you heard 70 years ago. A little bit. You can imagine he recorded that several times. Every version was a little bit different. And you'll never forget the one you learned when you was a little kid. And I should throw right in here that I'm making this program on my 78th birthday. This is what a man sounds like when he makes a radio program when he is 78 years of age. This will be the 36th year that I've been doing this kind of thing. Wouldn't you think that I would have got a little better at it by now? (laughs) When our government shuts down a military base in this country, people have meetings and show up with posters to protest. And when our government builds, builds a military base in another country, People have meetings and show up with suicide bombs to protest. Would this seem to indicate that either our government is incredibly insensitive or that people are impossible to please?
If you are clumsy with hand tools, if you handle lumber or rocks with your bare, uncalloused hands, you might be missing some skin here and there. I brought some nice painted pine boards home from the dump, and that paint on the corner of the board was as sharp as a saw blade. Have you ever noticed what happens when you cut your hand or knock the skin off a knuckle? There is a vast amount of living tissue on your body. I mean, you must carry several square feet of skin. But no matter how much solid, happy skin there is on your body, you hit that same teeny, tiny sore spot on your hand that you hit two days before. My radio friend Al who works in a hardware store, says that this is called the law of inverted averages. He says a great crowd of people might come in the door at the same time and every single one of them will go into the same corner to look at the same box of screws. Lots of fat, but I'm no friend of dancing when it's hot. So if you are a dancing fool who loves to dance but can't keep cool, bear in mind the idea that I've got. When it gets too hot for comfort and you can't get ice cream cones, taint no sin, take off the skin and dance around in your bones when the lazy. Of the music softly moans Taint no sin To take off the skin And dance around in your bones The polar bears aren't green up in Greenland They've got the right idea They think it's great to refrigerate While we all cremate down here Just be like those bamboo babies In the South Sea tropic zones Taint no sin Take off your skin and dance around in your bones. When you're calling up your sweetie in those hot house telephones, taint no sin to take off your skin and dance around in your bones. When you're on a crowded dance floor near those red hot saxophones, oh, taint no sin to take off your skin and dance around in your bones. Take a look at the girls when they're dancing. Notice the way they're dressed. They wear silken clothes without any hose, and nobody knows the rest. No more singing in the bathtub with those television phones. Taint no sin to take off your skin and dance around in your bones.
we are gathered by the river. Listen to your Deacon Jones. Ain't no sin to take off your skin, dance around in your bones. You must all go in that water. Let me hear your sinful groans. Ain't no sin to take off your skin, dance around in your bones. Do what I say right away, wicked sinners, cause this is your judgment day. Come, Mandy Lee, in the river with me. Wash your sins away. Throw away your gin and razors. Throw away your gambling bones. Oh, take no sin. Take off skin. Dance around your bones. That might be the first time that you've heard the end of that in a long time. That's a new recording. I've been forced to say bones for the last word for the past several years that I played that song. Is it time to remind you that you're listening to The Humble Farmer here on your favorite radio station where, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time? Thank you for listening. We just mentioned the law of inverted averages. Have you ever noticed that every day there seems to be more and more famous people that nobody's ever heard of? You cannot turn on your television set, but what they are interviewing, some famous baseball player, a famous movie star, a singer, that seems to have materialized, already famous, like Venus on the half shell. Thousands and thousands of people show up to see these famous Unknown people perform outside in blizzards or in theaters that collapse or in other venues where people carry guns to protect themselves and end up shooting two or three of their neighbors who throw popcorn or make too much noise texting. Do you agree with me? We now live in an unfamiliar world where every day going to bed when the sun goes down looks more and more attractive.
goodness, Oscar Peterson, probably Stefan Grappelli's, almost certainly Niels Henning Osted Peterson. Thank you again for listening. I guess this is the last tune we're going to play. A little Chet Baker and Stan Getz. But first, the headline in USA Today said, Losing Iraq. The population once freed by the U.S.-Iraqi alliance has now watched those same jihadist insurgents return to command the streets and impose their will. The terms liberated or insurgency beaten and humiliated only have meaning in context. Are they talking about Sherman's march through Georgia or the Russians taking Berlin? Liberated? insurgency beaten and humiliated. And then we read, when the last U.S. combat troops departed Iraq in December 2011, they left behind a defeated Al-Qaeda. My question to you is, how do you defeat an idea? If, in 1945, Eisenhower's army defeated a way of thinking that banned unions... How is it possible that that way of thinking has gained such a strong foothold here? All we can really know is that the Iraq War and the Vietnam War both served their intended purpose. A very few people are much richer now than they were when either of those two wars started. Look for more money-making wars soon. again seems like pretending it isn't the end to friends drifting apart to friends one broken heart we love we laugh we cry suddenly love died the story is but we're just friends Did it? 